What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. Today is our one-year episode. I cannot believe it's been an entire year of doing this podcast. We have had some incredible guests, from Chad Veach to Dino Rizzo to Carlos Whitaker, so many incredible guests that I've looked up to for many, many years. I hope you've enjoyed them. We have some incredible guests coming up for the rest of this year. I'm not going to spoil the surprise, um, but if you have not caught up on the episodes, go back, listen to some. There's some really, really good episodes, some great wisdom from over this last year. And today we have just a little bit of a longer podcast, but it's such a special conversation. I think it's going to encourage you as a leader. Um, if you are a pastor, I think it will encourage you and maybe share it with your wife because um, our guest talks a little bit about that at the end. Today we have Jenny Lusco with us. Yes, married to Levi Lusco. They helped um, plant Fresh Life Church out in Montana. Just an incredible pastor, incredible leader. And we're excited to jump into this episode with Jenny Lusco. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Jenny Lusco. How's it going today, Jenny? Hey, Matt. It's going so good. Thanks so much for having me today. Such a joy. No problem. Thank you for making the time. I've been so impacted by what you and your husband, Levi, and the church you guys planted, Fresh Start Church, Fresh Life Church, uh, has been doing. I've just learned so much. Um, and so thank mm. you for taking the time. Thank you. So fun. Jenny, why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about you and a little bit about your leadership journey? Awesome. Well, I guess it kind of started being the oldest of eight kids. So I was born, I was the guinea pig in my family, like learning all the things, going through the the glass first. Like I literally tell my brothers and sisters like that I went through the awkward stage of life, like more than any of them. So I'm like, I took it all on for all of you. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I mean, that is, I think even growing up as the oldest, like there's an expectation of leadership and there's an expectation that you're going to lead your family, so to speak, lead your siblings. And so that kind of was a start to that. But I felt like, honestly, in middle school and high school, kind of that um, nudge of, from God to just be the leader that God's called me to be. And it didn't look, it didn't look like how I thought it would, would like, it was just being involved. It was, um, being involved in my youth group and showing up and serving and being in a small group. And it was just kind of like, honestly, throughout my whole life, just that slow, steady, consistent, just being around and learning from leaders in my life. And so I think that was kind of the beginning in the sense of like seeing that God had me right where he wanted me and that he was calling me to lead and calling me to, in my, um, my school to start a Bible study. And even though I didn't want to, it was almost like, 
how can I not? Like I'm in a, I'm in this college prep high school, super liberal where Jesus is so needed. Like how can I not do that? And so kind of taking steps of faith and being a leader in my high school youth group. And, um, and then like, um, when I met Levi, we were leading our youth group in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And so we literally met leading young people. And it's really just kind of been a theme throughout my whole life of as I'm following Jesus, like there's that natural, like, oh, there's, there's always going to be people like that I need to lead and, and who are following. And I think that that's the call, honestly, for every believer is leadership. Like regardless of how many people we're leading, like God's called us to lead, whether it's our family, whether it's a small group, whether it's just people um, that we work alongside or bump into, like we're called to lead. And just as like, and um, I think it was Paul who said, follow me as I follow Christ. And I think that that's kind of the idea as we're believers and following Jesus is as we follow him, as he leads us, we're also leading and um, and seeking to just live a life that is honoring to God and honoring to others and, and God does the rest. Yeah, that is so good. That that's so good. Yeah. You guys lead so incredibly, so genuine just from what I have seen. And so thank you for that. And I'm very pumped uh, to have you on because I just think there needs to be more voices for women in the leadership space. Um, I get mm. messages all the time asking like, hey, can you have another women woman leader on? Because <laughs> a lot of like younger women leaders feel like there's not a lot for them to look up to. And so mm. thank you so much for, for being on this. Um, if you were in a room full of leaders and they said, Jenny, what is a leadership tip that I can just apply today to be a better leader? What would you tell them? Man, well, I will do my very best to do one thing. I am so like everywhere all the time that I feel like I usually answer these kind of questions with like 10 things. I will do my very <laughs> best to do one. Um, honestly, so uh, my husband and I, we lead Fresh Life Church in Montana and just all over the place now online. Everyone's online, but um, we just celebrated 14 years of Fresh Life and that morning that we woke up and it was like, Oh, it's fresh life's birthday. My first, my first instinctual comment was, wow, look what happens when you just keep showing up. Cause like looking back, I see the heartache and I mean, leadership is so hard and you're dealing with people who are, you know, I mean, they're all, we're all on a journey. And so whatever people that you're leading, it's, it's a, it's always a struggle to, I mean, to want to lead well, but also dealing with people's stuff. And it's, it's not easy, but I think that as we, as Levi and I were looking back, even just on these specifically 14 years of fresh life and how it started and the hard times of showing up and wondering if people are going to show up and having church in a place where winter is real and it's like in the negatives and, um, and dealing with people leaving in good ways and bad ways and um, just the daily like leadership stuff. 
that idea of just looking back and seeing God's faithfulness and seeing what actually he does when you just keep showing up. And I think, so I think that would be my one thing is, um, keep showing up and keep showing up with the expectation that God is going to show up because, um, he, what he's doing, we don't fully understand. And he's always working under, underneath the soil and behind the scenes in ways that aren't usually super apparent to us. So if we can just keep, as God's calling us, as he's leading, as we're following his lead and we just keep showing up in the day to day. And it's a day with, um, with meetings and hard conversations. And then there's other days where it's more feeling like rewarding and, oh my gosh, like we're seeing people's lives changed and uh, people's lives moving forward. And we're seeing people on our team get it. And this is so encouraging. But then the next day when five people quit or whatever. So I think it's just showing up with the expectation as God's called you, he's also going to lead you and he's going to give you everything you need to lead, to love, to give. Um, and just that idea of, of showing up and expecting God to move the way only he can. So it's a simple thing, but it's just so important because when we stop showing up, then we, we never, we don't see what God could do in the hard times and we don't see the beauty and the, the flourishing that he's causing as we just are faithful to say, okay, God, here I am. I don't really know what to do, but my eyes are on you and I'm just going to keep um, trusting you to do what only you can do. I think that's such an, a good and important word because I think discouragement is everywhere. Like we have the discouragement to say, man, I just, today I don't want to show up. What kind yeah. of encouragement would you give to that person who, because ministry, you, you hit it on the head. It's hard. <laughs> leadership is hard. Yeah. Church leadership, I think is extra, extra hard. Um, and we can hit seasons where like, I just, I don't want to show up or I don't know if I can keep showing up. What would you tell that person who's sitting there saying they're, they're about to quit ministry. They're about to quit pastoring. They're about to quit leading, um, because they just don't feel like they have anything left. Yeah. Well, I would say that that is the best place to be because when we're at the end of our rope, when we're, when we feel like we have nothing left to give and our hands are empty and we're feeling like we've poured out everything we can, God loves to work with that. And when we say, when we are vulnerable with God and humble enough to say, God, I have nothing left to give. Um, he works with that because the Bible says that, um, he says, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And so God loves to work with that. If we're just willing to offer whatever we do have empty hands, empty heart. Sometimes we feel like we've poured out so much that we literally don't have anything that God, when we give that to God, he will be faithful to be our strength and to come in and like in such a like Jedi magic way of like, he, he comes in with his strength. And so, um, I think we sometimes feel like maybe God needs us, but he doesn't need us. He delights in us and he wants to use us. And so I think if we can take the pressure off of us to feel like we have to come with all of this, our talents and our gifts and everything that we have to offer God, I think it's the opposite of that. It's like, oh God, you've called me to this. I can't do this in my own strength. So I need you. 
I desperately need you. I'm literally hungry for you to show up for me on my behalf, but also to help me lead people in a time where everyone is searching and everyone's doubting and everyone's struggling and everyone is, is wanting to quit. So how can, how can I show up and not quit and encourage others to do the same, to, to do, to do the same. And so, um, I think that, uh, God delights in, in, in using us and just wants a relationship with us. And so, um, he, he wants, he wants to use us. He wants us to shine bright for his glory and his fame. So if we can just take that next step. And I think and that is uh, a verse in the Bible <laughs> somewhere. Um, I think it's Chronicles, uh, 1220, but it says, God, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And so I think that that perfectly explains the life of a leader, especially in ministry is God, I have no idea what to do with this person, with this situation, with this message I'm supposed to preach, whatever, but my eyes are on you. And I think that that's the the beautiful thing about being God's child in ministry is that he, he doesn't just call us and then leave us alone to try to figure out, figure it out on our own. He calls us and he's with us every step of the way. So lean into his presence, lean into his peace, lean into his love and watch him show up for you in a beautiful way. Wow, that's so good and so encouraging. Thank you for your encouragement today. I did want to ask one last question before we go. Um, I think there is a lot of maybe pastor's wives who listen to this. Um, My wife, when we got married, she did not grow up in church. Um, Mm. And she, I, I got to lead her to know Jesus in college. Um, wow. which, yeah, it's so amazing. But when we got married, she said, I don't know how to do this pastor's wife thing. Is there any, <laughs> and I don't think anybody does, but is there any no. encouragement, <laughs> any encouragement, um, for, for my wife, for any pastor's wife who's listening to this, uh, because there's not a, a good job description anywhere out there for that. Man, that is such a good question, Matt, because I think, Every single pastor's wife, woman in leadership asks that question. Like, what does, what is the job description? Because I can go with that. Like, if you tell me like this, 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 like (laughs) I can follow that for the most part. But I think what's so hard about it is there isn't that because there isn't, there isn't a cookie cutter. And I think so often when we think of pastor's wife or we think of um, a woman in leadership, like that we have to do it a certain way or we, we, immediately picture in our minds, our pastor's life and what that looked like. And we think, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Like I can't show up every week. I can't teach kids ministry. I can't, I can't, I can't. But I think what God's calling us to is to be who he's created us to be in the role that he's called us in. And so that looks different for everyone. And when I first started, I mean, being a pastor's wife, I think it was so intimidating because I, um, I, in that church, had an amazing pastor's wife to look up to, and she was leading Bible studies for women, and she was, she had outreaches, and she was just doing so much, and it was, like, overwhelming to me to think of, I can't do that. I have, I have three babies under the age of four, and I can't, like, I can't do that, but I think what God's saying to us in our season is, is do what you can, but remember, first of all, that you're my daughter, and that I delight in you and you don't have to do, you don't have to check 
list all these things in order to be a pastor's wife. Like the idea is that you're called to do ministry with your husband and to support him and to honor him and to love him. And then I think even the the beauty of getting older is you can see like the things that God puts on your heart and the desires of your heart. So there's so many different pastors wives. There are some who like their heart is, um, is outreach. And so they're, they're pouring their heart into the things that their church is doing to reach their community and to reach the world, um, with water and, um, all these things about charities and everything. But then there's some who literally don't really do much at all. Like they'll come to church and they have, they're, they're pouring into their families and they love their husbands and they have a thriving relationship with their husband and they, and they're in church and they're serving, but not one is worse than the other or one's better than the other. It's, it's truly like answering God's call on your life and your uniqueness and the, the beauty that it is to be you and, the, the things that you love and maybe you thrive in children's ministry and you love reaching a next generation. That's beautiful. And I think that there should be this call of freedom within um, being a pastor's wife and serving with your husband. And, um, and so I, I feel like it's not so much you have to do this, but as much as what is God putting on your heart? How are you listening to the spirit leading in your life? And, and it also looks different in different seasons. When I had all babies, it was like, I could, it took everything in me to just get to church. And so, but now in the season, season that I'm in, I'm getting to lead more within our staff and, and um, it's really so beautiful. So I think taking the pressure off of what I should be doing and, and asking God, Lord, what's on your heart for me? And what do you want me to do? do? And how do you want me to love my husband and to lead with him and to, um, there's just a freedom in that versus the, the strictness, so to speak of what I, I have to do. Wow. That is so good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, where can they find your, your newest book, your first book? It's a great book, but where can they find it? Oh, thank you. And it's called the fight to flourish. And you can go to um, anywhere that sells books and find that. But I, um, I have JennyLesko.com and FreshLife.Church. And um, yeah. Awesome. And where can they find you on social media? Because I know you just post um, so much great stuff. <laughs> I try. I go in and out of spurts. But um, Jenny Lesko, J-E-N-N-I-E. Lesko on Instagram and I think Facebook. <laughs> I'm never on Facebook, but um, yeah, mostly mostly Instagram. My my daughter's trying to get me on TikTok, but that is I like have like two posts on there. But <laughs> anyways, that's awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Jenny. Thanks, Matt. It was really really fun. Thank you so much. <laughs>